Welcome to Extreme Scotch Tasting. No, I botched the beginning. Karen, take two. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Extreme Tasting League, Scotch Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. And I'm the other host who's here, Cedius, because Dave is in L.A. like a punk. Yeah, punk. Come here and we'll tell you that with a recording. Yeah, he, 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 he missed a good week to be gone. Anyway, uh, our, our guests have been let out of the basement. Yes. Freedom. <laughs> I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm Amanda. Welcome back, Josh and Amanda. <laughs> Welcome back to you. Yeah. I mean, uh, my daughter's doing much better at ice skating. That's that's what matters. That's, I mean. Oh, life skill in Minnesota. Balancing (laughs) drinking scotch and ice skating with your daughter. I'm not sure if I made the right choice, but a choice was made. (laughs) Well, I mean. No, it's. The bottles are here, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wow, what a cold snap we had it. Got down to 29 below. Yeah, that, 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 that was a shitty week. Yeah. Um, so today, the first... Uh, oh, wait. Um, my br- I, I, will, I will tell you that, well, it's been two weeks since the last podcast. My brain still has not caught up. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah. Yeah, just, just, just leave that. <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> It's fine. Oh, this is this is gonna be a hoot. <laughs> gurgle, 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 gurgle. Oh, wonderful! <sighs> Sorry if that was a little extra gurgle. Wow. Yeah, my 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 first pours. I, I'm not used to doing the pouring, and so so last show, um, <laughs> you got a little. They, they, they might have been a little heavy-handed that first pour, <laughs> which was fine because as it turned out, that one was nice and smooth and oh, yeah, and, yeah. and easy easy going, but. And then you had the second one, and you did the right amount for how much in that yeah. glass. <laughs> well, I will say that there's a delightful nose. Just a scotch. <laughs> I mean, it's been too long. For you. Yes. Yes, it has. <laughs> Where I'm not feeling what you're feeling. Well, absence makes the nose grow fonder. <laughs> I mean, apparently. Um, lemon. Yeah. But not like lemon pledge. Not. No, no, like just just that one like little bit of zest, just enough to bless it with the flavor and the. Mm. Yeah. I think this goes past zest into full rind. Yeah. But I'm not getting the. Um, I mean, we have had scotches where we're like, mm, lemon fresh, pl- lemon fresh pledge," <laughs> and I'm not complimenting it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 not as bad as as others that we've had, but I'm still worried. Oh, oh, I, I'm not claiming it won't be worrisome. I'm just yeah. saying it's it's not pledge yet. Yeah. It's something I failed to remark on at all in the last show, but something that, that I, I called out immediately when you were doing the pour. Um, it's a very straw color. Um, yeah. A nice pale. Uh, by the way, this is a Highland Park. Ah, uh, yes. So, the Highland Park full volume. Ooh. And, which, and it's fancy schmancy. Uh, which comes in a box which looks like a speaker. <laughs> so and And... And it does go to 11. In true form, the volume goes to 11. Yes. You know, and I normally am all for a uh, good um, goes to 11 
joke. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a classic. Oh, it, it's one of those <clears throat> timeless ones that you just... <sighs> timeless like Stonehenge? No, no, a little, a little bit soon. Looks <laughs> like the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Perhaps we should get some people to dance around a model of stone. That's all I'm saying. Is it as timeless as the third drummer, though? Well, drummers are never timeless. Ah. And, and better for it. Um, I got a little, like, I don't know, clove or cinnamon behind the, the lemon. It's not heavy. But... I'll lean towards clove. But I, I see where you're going with it. I wonder if you could take a lemon, fill it with scotch, stick cloves on it, sort of like a, a an alcoholic. Like, like uh, when you do a wop with like a watermelon. Well, no, I was thinking more like you know you have cloven fruit at uh, the holidays. Yeah. So that you know, as you walk around and you don't want to smell the peasants, you you know sniff <laughs> your. That's that's what they were for, um, and this way you could sniff it and then. <laughs> Take a little... As opposed to a lemon wrapped around a gold brick. Yeah, that's a, that's a very different drink. All right, let's see how this... Uh... Ooh, we're getting a we're getting a face from over there. I, 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 I see where the volume is. Yeah. It is. Crank to 11. <laughs> um, you can lean off the distortion pedal a little. <laughs> you know, they, they do need to, to back off the fuzz box. But um, that's it's not as bad as I was worried. It's not as bad as the fire or ice. Mm-hmm. I but that's a <laughs> but that but that's a bar you can trip over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, it's very lemony. I'd say it goes to pledge. Um, yeah, yeah. I was apprehensive about the lemon and the smell, and honestly, compared to the aroma, I think it maybe felt bad. Lemon pledge is not me, but lemon pledge is not what I would use to clean a chimney, and I'm getting soot. So I don't know. I'm uh, not hog wild. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not terrible. I'm, I'm the 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 finish is a long alcoholy oh, yeah. burn. Um, I'm not getting a whole lot of flavor in the finish. No, it's... Um, I'm actually tasting, mixed with the finish, the cheese that I've been eating. <laughs> and that's, is is that not, a plus? It's, it's not blending Not a plus. Well. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't want to, you know, assume. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I have to say this is about what I anticipated. Oh, the one thing I was going to look at is... Okay. Well, we'll see how water does. This is this is a, a not a cask strength, but it definitely is above the normal punching range. Um, so water might actually be apropos. Um, could I trouble you for a water oh. injection system? Yeah, uh, that's true. You're here now. Thank you. <laughs> you. And therefore entitled to water. You 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 may have some science. Yeah, I am. Uh, not impressed with it so far. And the finish was... I, I was just getting, like, lingering pledge. I was not... I didn't get the happy. pledge in the finish, but it definitely was more like, Hi, I'm the alcohol that you just drank. Let me hang around and burn for a while. Yeah. And De- yeah, definitely it had the flavor of cliche, you know, drinking bottom shelf liquor. This, this is what you give somebody when they're like... I want to try scotch because I'm, um, you know, yeah. tough, rough and uh, tough drinker. And then you're like, well, I'm not giving you the good stuff because you're a lout. 
<laughs> the one that goes, oh, nothing like going home and smoking a cigar next to the fireplace while I drink my scotch. <laughs> oh, I've got a scotch you would just love. <laughs> Porter, I know he didn't mean to mock you. <laughs> well. <laughs> but when in Rome. <laughs> the, okay, so wet, the, the lemon is definitely reduced. Yeah. I'm... I'm Still getting a little of it, but no. Could you pass the it, coffee beans? Where are these from? Um, those are True Stone coffee beans, Perrin. True Stone coffee beans. Yes. Aren't they friends of the show? They are indeed friends of the show, Perrin. You know, I bet. I bet if you went to their website, you could buy True Stone coffee. I bet you could even get a discount if you went onto their website and put promotion code. Scotch. You know, I, I believe that that does work, and I believe it is a, a full 10% on everything you order. Wow. People should do that. You know, it, it is freshly roasted coffee, so it, it's pretty fantabulous. Uh, and if you drink a lot of scotch, you can reset your nose with them. So yeah. <laughs> it's a twofer. Yeah. It's a win-win. Uh, I, I really need to, to finish off this bag and get some fresh ones, because these, these beans are getting a little dead. But Yeah, they don't have that. Oh. Yeah, they, they're not so much for the fresh roasts anymore. Well, that's uh, Amanda works for Caribou, and so I'm used to the, even her just coming home. I go, oh, well, coffee, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm getting... The alcohol comes through a little. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. having nice. a hard time getting past just alcohol. Okay, I got, <laughs> and I am not sure I believe me, I'm really not sure, <laughs> cake spice. I mean, first and foremost, I'm not really familiar with what cake spice would be. It's kind of a sweet. There's a there's a sweetness to it. It's got a little um, like cardamom and nutmeg. I think mixed. It's it's a melange. Sure. If you want big big fancy words. But you know, since since there's still that hint of lemon, I can see where this is like just simply a lemon cake. I mean, if that's that might be where I'm getting it. Which you know would probably taste better than. I expect this is going to. Yeah, well, you can have hopes and dreams. So, that's what it decided. Well, the mouthfeel got thinner. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm liking it now. (laughs) Really? I wasn't. I'm glad glad you are. So, someone can. (laughs) Uh, I also have no palate, so. (laughs) (laughs) Here, here. Um, I'm, I'm getting. Sort of that um, tannic. What I I do not love tannic, mm. and I'm definitely picking up a lot of tannins. Wet. Well, um, I'm I'm, I'm going to say I can see where you're going with that. Um, and I generally like tannins. I'm not liking these tannins. <laughs> these are rude, uncultured tannins. These are the biff tannins, and I'm I'm not <laughs> <laughs> nicely played, sir. Yeah. And I think it's like to pour this into a biff. This is not good times. Since I seem to be a little bit cares for it. I'm glad you do. Um, I mean... Uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting sweetness. I'm getting more sweetness than I did when it was neat. Like a sweetness that's complementing the alcohol. Definitely hmm. still some lemon there. I'm finding the burn. And how much uh, water did you put in? Like two drops. Okay, so very light water. Mm-hmm. I put in like double... Or more of what you did. I can play that game. <laughs> I yeah. put in three, uh, my, my standard three, and I went a little high because um, it's a 
or oh. forty-seven point two. Well, point two. There, that, that explains it. Um, you know, forty-seven point two percent. So it is definitely on the high end of standard bottlings. Um, yeah. No, and that's for me overwhelmingly. That is just a lot of alcohol. <laughs> like, I'm gonna say it tastes like a lemon drop shot. But for people who actually like hard liquor, <laughs> um, not saying that that's a good or bad thing, but now it is it is aged, and that's the thing I find. I mean, there of course it's aged, but yeah, well, no, it's, no, no, it's more of the it doesn't taste like it's been aged much. <laughs> added about two more drops of water. Eighteen years, <laughs> Oof. and that's where I'm disappointed in it. Yeah, if you're eighteen years. In the cask, you should be a little more polite. That's just all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, this this tastes much more like a ten. Mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, that has been a strong problem of Highland Parks is, is mm-hmm. their older stuff just doesn't taste good. Mm-hmm. I added a few more drops of water. The, 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 the base Highland okay. Park went back, so two was good after that. <laughs> There's a very narrow band, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah the, the, the the base Highland Park. 18 is, is kind of alright, and the 12 is, is fine. Oh, I think we all like the Dark Origins, but everything else has just been questionable at best. Did you did you want to do a reading, or did you... Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start with a little bit more of the detail. So, so okay. you said 18 years, so there's some very specific details on, on the full volume. So the full volume was created by using 100% first fill bourbon casts rather than seasoned sherried ones. Hmm. Combining 200-liter barrels and 250-liter hogheads, filling 481 casks on the 30th of March, the 29th of April, the 10th, 17th, and 31st of August, and the 7th of September, all during 1999, filling at the strengths between uh, 63.6 and 63.7% alcohol, and filtered at 4 degrees Celsius. Uh, Richard Burton from Kirkwall was our warehouseman when these casts were laid down, and he is still working with them. Well, I hope he gets it right soon. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Uh, I'd like to take this one. Please, feel free. So uh, There are are some tasting notes on the bottle, if they aren't on there. I've got some here, so I'm going to do all three sections Sounds like a plan. uh, Actually, I've got two different sets. By the way, before you do the reading, I must say, the bottle is very dark black and oddly flattened. So, I was recently having a discussion with the, the, the person who hosts the Robbie Burns Nights at, uh, at Brit's Pub, and uh, Highland Park has recently done a, a dramatic uh, change to their labels, even on their, on their base sets, and he's, he's a little cranky. <laughs> um, he's he gotten very used to what you know mm-hmm. Highland Park had looked like for years, and now they're changing it, and they're very much embracing their Viking aesthetic and, and all of their stuff. Um, so this is kind of the oddball of if, things that has come out in the last four if, years that does not like have a huge hard on for Vikings. If only they would embrace their good tasting. So, yeah. If only. <laughs> so <clears throat> back in 1857, the splendidly named Edouard Leon Scott de Martinville invented a clever thing called the photoautograph to record sound waves passing through air. 
But it took another 20 years, and what you might call a light bulb moment from a certain Thomas Edison, to work out how to play those waves back again. One small problem then emerged. How to increase volume without losing clarity. <laughs> that might have been in all caps for those who were interested. <laughs> Pushing up the volume can result in distortion. At best, a loss of subtlety. At worst, a brash cacophony of unbalanced sounds or flavors in the case of whiskey. In music, amps and equalizers restore balance by fine-tuning frequencies to alter tone and character. At Highland Park, that's the job of our master whiskey maker, Gordon Motion. He's responsible for balancing every individual wave of flavor in our whiskey, allowing each to find its perfect place in the harmonized final spirit. So, when we asked Gordon to create this special edition of Highland Park, it wasn't just a case of pumping up the volume. He said, piss off, I hate music. Tasting notes. Full volume, fancy italics, <laughs> is a 1999 vintage, intensely balanced, single malt scotch whiskey, naturally pale and bright in color. It delivers a light beauty aroma, punctuated with warm fruity notes of exotic mango and pineapple and an echo of cedar wood. Warm and generous in the mouth, a sweet citrus treble of lemon peel perfectly offsets deeper bass notes of creamy vanilla, while subtle mid-tones of light smoke maintain an enticing harmony. Well, I won't call cork dorkery, because the citrus was very clear. The unfortunate of anything avoiding being, you know, gang-tackled by the citrus notes, mm-hmm. however. Yeah, so, so the one last bit. Um, so, as, as mentioned, the box looks like a speaker. On the side of the speaker, we have knobs for the tasting notes. <laughs> Peat is turned up to three. Bourbon is cranked to ten. Vanilla is at nine. Fruit is at eight. And volume goes to eleven, man. Huh. Did anyone get vanilla? Nope. I could maybe get a sugar when I had like the exact amount of water that I needed. Well, as vanilla is one of the finest little flavors, I, I generally pick it out. Yeah, I uh, love quite vanilla. frequently, and I I don't. No, yeah. that's no. that is like top of the list things that I look forward to in pretty much any upper end liquor I've had is been the vanilla notes and stuff, and that's something that in this it was. Here's some citrus and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, this 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 was a standard O Highland Park for me. I citrus and alcohol, my Kenny G cover band. Hey, <laughs> I hate you so much because you know what song is in my head now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> la, 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 la. Anyway. Well, should we start or go out on a, on a positive note with this scoring? What would you prefer? Russian judge might as well go first. <laughs> Highland Park, why do you mock me? <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, your baseline is great. Your Valhalla line was overpriced, but not atrocious. Odin was good. Yeah. 
we've, we've had other stuff recently. The Voyage of the Raven was all right. Um, I, I want to say Valkyr was, was pretty decent. Um, what the fuck, man? Um, turn it down. Full volume, wrong choice. Uh, I'm going to give this a 2-2. Two, two. Um, I'm, I'm going to go a little higher. Because I two two to me is a little more. Oh, I, I get it. But he had eighteen years, and you still like vaguely and not even in the ballpark. Um, I'm gonna go two four. Uh, it's it's just something I I didn't enjoy. I didn't hate it terribly, but at eighteen years, you should be you should be better than this. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, practice, my practice, practicing for when my child is older. <laughs> but you I see, hope not. In that exact same note, I would rate it lower. I would go straight for a two on that, mainly because it's like anything I've had that's in the eighteen-year range or something like that has been. Just something that you take a drink of and you it, it wows you. It makes you feel like, wow, you know, whether this is something that I've got, you know, in my on my shelf or whether this is something I'm getting a chance to try with somebody, it is typically a mouth experience. And I don't feel like this was that. And like, even well, it was an experience. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> you didn't specify. Good. Um, but. Like, even the nose was unimpressive on it. From the get-go, everybody was kind of feeling apprehensive, and that just kind of speaks volumes about it, I think. But up bum <laughs> Oh, we've been, we've been going for the puns, Perrin. I think you're the only one who didn't make a joke about volume in your statement, so... I didn't feel the need. <laughs> That's fine. We're the comedians here. It's, it's... Oh, Really? Good to know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is season seven, Parrot. If you haven't figured it out by now, yeah, that that's really sad. I know, right? I haven't yet. <laughs> For me, I'm going to give it just a touch higher, and I think that's just because I think I found a magic ratio somehow where I had, for a moment, a brief shining moment, I thought it was actually quite good, and then. I joined the rest of you, and it quickly quickly went downhill with one more drop of water. Um, I'm going to go for 2-6. So it's definitely not one I would I would pick out, but if it was mixed exactly right with that water... Two is the number of drops you shall add. You shall not go past one. two to three. <laughs> Basically, I don't know. Five is right out. <laughs> However, drinking water, not so much. That's okay. <laughs> well, I've always I've always enjoyed probably the wrong choice of words. I've always enjoyed the the analogy of if you add a drop of of wine to a barrel of shit, you have a barrel of shit. If you add a drop of shit to a barrel of wine, you have a barrel of shit. <laughs> and um so I'm not sure how this would be adding a drop to a thing of water, but I don't feel the need to find out. Yeah, fair, fair, you know, very an, fair. It's an experiment I don't want to play around with to find out because you have to go through a lot of trial and error. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not worth the trial and error. One drop? Nope. Two drops? Yes. Three drops? Nope. Okay, we found it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, the thing that I always wonder, and I mean, we've said this kind of thing on other shows, but you don't become a master distiller by like, you know, walking in off the street and they're like, well, we haven't been able to hire a master distiller yet. Hey, you look, you look Scottish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your name would look good on a box. Um, and, and so I sometimes wonder, you know, is it, is it that I'm, my palate isn't, is there, is there a problem with how I approach this? But boy, I'm just like, it, really, the, the master distiller took a drink of this and went, that, that is what I am trying for. And you just are like, why? Why was this your goal? Is, is your life that sad? Is, is your goal to just drink it for the sake of drinking it? Is it not for the experience? Have you tried some other things? Well, I... <laughs> And, and, and again, I, 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 I just need a drink. <laughs> I, I think the real answer is, is, is definitely different people have different palates. And, and I, I, I've said more than once, um, in, in a similar vein, Balvini continues to exist as a distillery and I don't understand why. Um, because I don't like Balvini and I know a lot of people to whom Balvini is one of their go-tos. And so... But see, I... No, no I, I understand your point. And I have zero qualms about somebody who's like, I don't like Peated. If it right. has peat, it's just not my bag. That's that's a classification mm-hmm. that I can be like totally not. That's not me. I love peat, but oh yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Um, it's when it's in a sort of I don't have an inherent problem with Highlands, you know, and and we've had others in from there. That, well, Highland uh, Park's in Orkney. Well, that's true. It's in Orkney, but I mean um, the Highland Parks. I meant yeah. Um, I don't inherently go Highland Park. Pour it and power it down a drain. It's just like I'm beginning to get there. Well, <laughs> they are putting effort into it. it you know, the 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 stuff they've been putting out in the last four years has been 33 percent success with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stuff that has succeeded is the stuff that's under a hundred dollars. So yay for my pocketbook. Because <laughs> the expensive stuff is just like why? Why? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it looks pretty in its packaging. I I pay a hundred dollars for the empty bottle and the package, and and put something I want in it. <laughs> Hell, I would appreciate it more if you just filled it with antifreeze and said it was a decoration. <laughs> Do not drink. Can I can I pay an extra twenty dollars for you to pour out the contents and put put a cheap Lafroig in? Yeah. <laughs> I won't tell anyone. Well, anyway. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's been disappointing. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to uh, unplug this amp. <laughs> so, the volume was not 11. No. Oh, well. <laughs> the, the volume was 11, and, and the volume it's speaking is don't buy things in pretty packages from Highland Park. <laughs> That's that is a a good life lesson. I think. yeah. I, I, I'll admit, most of their stuff comes in fairly pretty packages. They 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 do have an eye for marketing their stuff, and and the fact that they are deeply embracing the the, the Viking roots of the Orkney Island, um, and and really putting that into mm-hmm. um, their visuals is kind of cool. As someone of Nordic descent and who likes Viking stuff and Viking oh, yeah. mythology, I. It speaks to that side of me. The gamer in me really likes the the aesthetic of it. 
Uh, this would not be what I would... I, I would not pay a gold piece for this in the pub. <laughs> this, this, this is maybe a two silver. Fair enough. At least, at least it's not... Can I, can I give you a copper and you can use this to burn anything that got left in my mug out? <laughs> you know, that, that's the pendrin. I mean, as far as scotches are concerned, well, and, well, we liked the newer Pendrin, the, the old yeah, Pendrin. Well, yeah. it, this is no old Pendrin. <laughs> I haven't spat it against the wall. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it's gonna taste like cleaning solvent, let's just use it as cleaning solvent. <laughs> let's be real; it probably gonna work for that. <laughs> so, as I was not here uh, two weeks ago to be introduced to our fine guests. Uh, what do our fine guests do uh, when they are not drinking scotch with us on this podcast? Not a whole lot. I wait to get invited to drink scotch on podcasts. Mostly. Well played. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's got to be an interesting <laughs> hobby because I don't think there's that many shows. No, that... this is the first time it's paid out. <laughs> Glad we could be there for you. No, I, I mostly I spend a lot of time with uh, Josh's dog, actually. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I work uh, work full time, and Com- I heard comedy referenced earlier. You no, no, that was oh, that was you. I, I watch the dog while he does the comedy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm following now. Me, on the other hand, I'm uh, I'm a active member with Fearless Comedy Productions, and I do some stuff. With them, I do um, stuff and things. Well, it's it's a <laughs> who I, wants to know? There is nothing specifically like I haven't done any of the big notable shows they've done recently or that they have upcoming. Um, I do have like uh, at the end of March, die laughing. I've got a show that I'm kind of doing the more than just the try it out and see how it goes. Um, I'm gonna kind of do do it full blast and see how it rolls doing like a dueling narrator storytelling type show and so it's going to be four people on stage each competing to tell a single story with a like predetermined end using audience suggestions with the goal of you know winning the story and then won't round by round each one has a different theme and somebody gets uh, voted off each round and so it's uh so sort of like an anti, an anti Rashomon. Yeah. Okay. It it so far has gone over very well. I've only done it at Fearless Lab, um, but it was very very well received the couple of times I've done it thus far, and I've gotten cool. some recommendations on how to improve it for die laughing. So nothing nothing can't be improved. Oh, exactly. And it's going from like I was doing like a ten to fifteen minute time block at. Fearless Lab 2, I'm going to be doing a full half an hour time slot wow. at Die Laughing. So nice. it's going to be definitely an enjoyable time. So Very cool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, he, he knows how to make the audio cue nicely with, with that. I just didn't. <laughs> I, I am usually not the person to do the pours. It, it, it's Dave and Perrin do that work. So running running without them, I'm lost. How does this get in this? <laughs> well, we, we've at least explained one end is open, and that's the end you want to point at the cup, because the other way just, <laughs> just doesn't work. So well. I, I, I've heard this word pour. <laughs> ah, now this is a much darker. <laughs> doesn't say soul crushing, but we can hope. <laughs> 
Darkness. My no parents. Friend. I've come to talk with you again. How you doing? I, I have to hmm. ask, have people seen Disturbed's cover of The Sound of Silence? Oh, yeah. I have heard it. I haven't seen it. Oh, I... Um, <laughs> well, the video, I really enjoy the video, but he also does a... Uh, he did a live performance on um, Kimmel or probably Kimmel. Yeah, and um, if you if you have not heard it, no, I it stunningly good. I had not anticipated. I I grew up on Simon and Garfunkel. Oh and, yeah, and that's uh, and, I mean I I could sing Simon and Garfunkel and Peter Paul and Mary and the Kingston Trio and stuff because oh, that's yeah. what got played in my house. Yeah, um, and so covering. Simon and Garfunkel is always kind of a, an eyebrow raiser for me because I'm bold like, move. What's that? It's a bold move. It's a bold move, and many people have tried, and many have failed. Or that, it's like that's what was impressive with the disturbed yeah. cover in total was it went well. Yeah, it it it. Oh, the, the one of the best things I read was it said Simon and Garfunkel's um, did it. The sounds of silence as a warning. And uh, Disturbed did it as a threat. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is. Uh, it turns out the sing- the lead singer of Disturbed, and if you have heard other songs by Disturbed, it lives up to the name of the band. It is a lot of very dark sound. And he's operatically trained. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you realize that when you hear him sing that, because usually... Uh, they scream in operas a lot. <laughs> yeah, no. The, the Disturbed has a has a certain vocal sound. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one I care for. That they're they're one of the heavier um, rock artists that I I still actively enjoy. Because um, most of them, I if I can't understand the lyrics at all, I'm not interested. And Disturbed does a decent job of I can mostly actually catch what you're saying. Well, yeah, and they do a great job of making it verbal and not yeah. kind of screamy. Like corrosion of conformity and like bands like that that are just like growl, growl, growl. Yeah. I, 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 I can't. Less. Is that there's there's lyrics there? I don't know. <laughs> um, so so disturbed the fact that I can I can pick out the vocals is, is really really good. But yeah, this this was the first song that I'd heard him do, and he's done another song similar in in style since then that really highlights mm-hmm. um, that that vocal training and and scales shit he can say and, and scales back on the growl that is usually in his voice and because this it starts crisp and clear and then gets growlier as the song progresses mm-hmm. um yeah no i i really dig on that cover um and and the other song he's done in that style i don't like as much but i i still he's a, he's a talented singer oh god yeah so what we have in front of us is the ben riach 17 years and it is the septendicium, or de- septendicium, heated malt. I do not do not pretend to know how they want that pronounced. Perhaps somewhere septendecim. I have no idea what the pronounce. Septendecim. Septendicium. Septendicium. I don't. E C I. If it's Latin, I don't know if it's Latin. I imagine that it probably is some sort of pretentious Latin. Blah 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 blah. Usually, there's some sort of no. Well, they don't. They don't give a pronunciation guide typically. Well, I guess we'll have to go by the snort and guggle. Yeah, I guess so. Oh goodness. 
Apparently the snort was not appreciated. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I don't like it. <laughs> well, well, now I want it. I did not have that reaction. All right, I'm going to reset and pray that this goes away. Well, after you drink it. Nope, still there. Leather? I was going to say something herbal. <laughs> That's is completely valid. Say it. <laughs> something herbal. Ah, something <laughs> herbal, you Leather that's been dragged through a rotten egg. I don't get the rotten egg, but I definitely get the leather. I'm getting a very sulfur. Hmm. My note, I can't tell if it's just not oh. resetting or if after that first nosing, it just, I'm not picking up much. But not unpleasant. So um, I'm I'm glad that you're not having my experience. Well, yeah, it's not getting any better. I want to use the word intriguing. <laughs> oh, to the palate too. Wow, that that was not a fun look. Nope. <laughs> Usually, I'm the one doing the face, and I'm mm. enjoying it just as much as they enjoy mine. Mm. Oh, this is oh mm. delightful revenge. Oh my. <laughs> now, I will say, I'm not in, I didn't enjoy that as much as I would have because I was trying not to laugh and either spit it or inhale it. And either one of those I felt was un- not called for. Yeah, try that again. No, oh, that just keeps on coming. Like if dirty lake water could go rotten. <laughs> like, I am not liking this one. Hmm. It's like a smoked leather. That's yeah. kind of what I'm getting from. Yeah, well, it's a heavily peated leather. Yeah. Um, I'm not having the reaction of the other side of the table. I'm not like, this is the best thing I've ever had. Give it, give it, give it, give it. Oh, no, but, no, no. But I'm not finding it as... Um, Repulsive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was intrigued by the smell, and I think I set the bar too high for myself. <laughs> so that might be part of it, but... So, I will describe it. As that the rotten egg-soaked leather is being used to shovel peat into my face so that I can stop <laughs> registering the leather-soaked rotten egg. The peat is great. It's the saving grace. But rotten egg giving birth to peat is not what I want out of my scotch. It's the cycle of life. Nope. So I... I'm not having the same reaction. Uh, it was smooth from an alcoholic point of view, uh, or alcohol point of view. Uh, alcoholic point of view. Uh, it was pretty smooth. Um, That's no toilet wine. <laughs> and, and I know toilet wine. Well, let me let me well, let me tell you. Um, no, I I found it fairly smooth. There was there was not a lot of burn. Long finish. Um, Long and warm. <laughs> yeah, maybe not the finish these two wanted. Uh, I kind of enjoyed it. Well, that's uh, like I'm not sure how much of my enjoyment is based off their dislike. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's well, a, not, it, it was kind of like a. It wasn't ready to finish going down. Like it just kind of kept kept wait, riding. Wait, wait, wait! I, I'm still here. Can I can I swallow you? Up? No, no, no. <laughs> You're still experiencing this now. <laughs> they put a lot of work into me. Just savor me a little longer. It'll be, it'll be good. Trust me. Trust me. 
So let's see how this goes wet. Hmm. I don't know. I think that's... Maybe oh. a hay? Yeah. It's a lot more pleasant. I'll give you a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You don't want to go? I, I, need, I need to reset because I am not getting your hay. Hey, hey, hey. It's definitely like that. Like almost the finish on the nose is that hay kind of smell. Aw, why did I do that? <laughs> I'm liking this better and better. I'm getting your hay. You failed to mention that it's on a pile of manure, but I'm getting your hay. I was not getting that until I did the reset. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yep. That, that, that's a hay field that has been freshly fertilized. Hey, at least it's fertile. <laughs> hay don't grow on concrete, let me tell you. <laughs> See, there's, there's something else there. Now I like it. <laughs> the, the wet is very smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nutty on the start. Kind of a walnut. Not mm. as yeah. Not as pungent as the meat one was. I think that's the one. And and I'm getting that in the nose, the that nuttiness. So so it's it's moved out of the shitty hay. And moved into the moved into some walnut. There's there's still an underlying iodine, maybe, that I'm not liking. I see where you're going with the iodine. I'm not disagreeing. Oh. Nope. A little pepper in the finish, not not surprising, but it, very much less compared to, like it, it's a, it, it's enough to be present, but it dissipates quickly enough. Unlike let that me, initial sip. Let me see what it says as far as the alcohol. Yeah, forty six. So still a little little robust. Yeah, uh, the, to me this was this was a, a delightful twofer. I got a scotch that wasn't all that bad, and I got to savor <laughs> savor the moment, the face <laughs> sitting across from me. Because usually that's the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> one one of the catchphrases of the of the show is "Parents making great face right now." <laughs> so I'll savor what little I can because usually. Even when he doesn't enjoy it, he's usually just like, mm, not, yeah. not my favorite. Yeah, I, I, I'm usually the poker-faced person. <laughs> Dave's hard to read because he's got all that beer in the way. But yeah. <laughs> Underneath, you have no idea. I mean, there's probably a squirrel. Um, who knows? Carly's hiding in there somewhere. <laughs> we have no proof he has a face. I mean, an entire face. He obviously has. No, like, no, no. Eyes. He has come shaved more than once. I and don't then, think. I don't. I still don't think that was actually him. I, I mean, I suppose that's possible. I mean, how would sure he claimed to be Dave? I will. I will admit the first time he showed up here shaved and with his hair cut, I did not know who it was until he spoke. Yeah, that's true. You legitimately did not. I. I, I mean, it was like, oh, we have another guest. Where's Dave? Blah blah blah. The hell you say? Wow, that's a thing. <laughs> the, the pod people are here. Blam, blam, blam. <laughs> well, thank goodness Dave can come back now. Kill your double. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on giving. 
Would you like to start this one? No. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll leap in then. I mean, it was not one of my one of the best scotches, and I'm I truly don't know how much of of my enjoying it is because of the flavoring and everything, or other other contributors. Um, <laughs> it had some it had some detractions. It had some nice bits to it. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go with a flat three. Um, I'm not going to go out and get it. I wouldn't avoid somebody handing me a glass of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm actually not too far off from that. Like, I, I definitely, same kind of thing. Somebody hands me a glass of it, especially if it's wet. Ooh, I, I can oh, do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's neat, I might, I'll, I'll have the, oh, it's just a, a small glass. Surprisingly yeah. improved wet. Usually, oh, I, I find it's uh, maybe 20%. Mm-hmm. Get improved wet, and this is definitely one of them. Oh yeah, and that's it's a that was kind of my my feel. I would probably give it like about I would say a two point seven, two point eight, because um, it's definitely a like good, not great, has its drawbacks, and your guys' reactions. <laughs> Would definitely would have made me rate it higher if I wasn't trying to focus on just the flavor. <laughs> so it had it had no booyah. Oh, uh, uh. I'm sorry. I've been enjoying the booyahs on your arm. <laughs> uh, I did not care for it. Surprise, <laughs> um, especially not neat wet. I, I can tolerate it wet. It was definitely much improved wet. Uh, not one that I would care to do again personally. Um, I have had I have had worse alcohols in my life, of course. <laughs> so I'm gonna go for a two on it. And yeah. <clears throat> okay, Norse Rusky. So the problem I was having is. I also had this very night the full volume. <laughs> I disliked both. This heavily watered had redeeming factors where full volume did not. Therefore, I don't feel I can rate it less than the 2 2 I gave full volume. Wanted noted neat with a 1 9 at best. Um, yeah, with with the overall, uh, I did give it a second round of watering. Um, I think somewhere in between what I gave it would probably be my sweet spot. Um, but yeah, that that sulfuriness, the rotten egg in in, in the nose, just it did not completely disappear for me. Um, the saving grace is that it's got that heavy peat note, and I love peat. If if you don't like peat, <laughs> this is this is not going to no. be good. This, <laughs> I this this is almost. Ardbeg level of peat, um, and so it, it, it's a it's a pretty heavy thing. <sighs> I'm gonna have to give it a two two five just because it edged out the other one because this has redeeming qualities. But oh, oh like it's really like neat. Seriously, one nine at best, and I don't rate under two often. This this was horrible neat. <laughs> I. There, this this is one I will have to put in a corner to not gift to other podcasts because I am worried that 
that I nobody puts the Ben Riach peated in the corner. <laughs> Except I, you. I might give it to James because he loves that distillery. Um, and, and, and warn him, it's like, look, I did not care for this one, and if you don't like it, I'm, it's fine. But, I mean, the rest of y'all gave it, you know, three, two, seven, five, and a two, you know, and a two. So, I'm not the only one who thought it was crap. No, I, um, well, and the thing is, even though we, I enjoyed it more, it's not like I'm... Oh, yeah, you, yeah. Um, but you gave it a neutral, which means you'd put this right. on the same par of something like a Glenlivet 12, and I'm like, I don't know how you can do that. Well... And, you know, one of these days what we're going to have to do is get a bunch of, especially if we have them open and we don't have to drive, uh, <laughs> and and do some. Here's the thing. Side by side. You all rated as three. Do you really believe that now that you're tasting them next to each other? <laughs> and, and see how much of it is subjective of, like, I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed the high volume. I enjoyed the fact that you were making good face. Uh, I don't know how much that's swinging my vote. I mean, I could easily see going 2-8 on this. I can't see going over 3. That's right, Bob. It's the Ben Riak Peated. Single malt scotch whiskey from the heart of Speyside. Located in the northeast region of Morayshire, the heartland heartland of malt scotch whiskey, Ben Riak displays all the traditional charm of a Speyside distillery. Built by John Duff in 1898, Ben Riach is one of the few distilleries with its own on-site floor maltings and draws its water from the Burnside Springs. Unusually for a Speyside distillery, we distill whiskey from both styles of malted barley. Non-peated and peated, enabling us to capture the defining tastes and aromas of peat reek. Yes, peat reek. In a few of our special bottlings, Ben Riach, Septendiceum, is one such expression. In fact, the Peated Ben Riak series is a return to the original Speyside character and flavor of malted of malts typical to the 19th century. Nose, a robust mix of fresh peaty aromas constructed around a central core of apples and toasted nuts, which have been drow- doused in wild mountain honey, full of energy and vibrancy. Color, Rich summer gold with freshly harvested barley impression. Taste. Sweet, concentrated peat flavors dominate from the start. Bold and intense. The peaty heart is united with honey-infused raisins, roasted nuts, and a luxurious leather impression. Full-bodied with fantastic length. A real heavyweight which will impart a lasting impression on the palate. So here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> it, it may be what was registering in my brain as like a rotten egg, sulfury thing. Might have been the raisin. Yeah. Just interacting with the peat and just having a bad... Sad grapes. Well, yeah. Um, and, and, and I'll say, exhaling right now, I feel I'm getting some of that honey. Mm. So you, even though I've done a lot of palate cleanse, like... I'm still getting some of, of, of the honey notes. So I'll, I'll definitely see the heavy peat and the honey, and, and I think I can see the raisin there, and I think the, that's just the thing what was not sitting well. The thing me. that I'm disappointed is they make a big deal in both the nose and the, and the, and the taste of honey, and I just didn't get it. Oh, no, no. And that's... I mean, it, it's, I love honey, and I love different flavors. I mean, right now I've got like an eight, no, six, something like that, of different 
varietal honey selection that I'm, I'm working my way through because I love the different flavors of honey. I love making meads with the different flavors of honey. And I'm just really disappointed that it makes a big deal out of, like, we have wild honey. And I'm like, hmm, not so much. But, eh, oh well. Uh, deep, deep in the finish and mostly on an exhale. Yeah. <laughs> they, they definitely, um, I'm not sure about that central core of apples and toasted nuts. I can maybe see the toasted nut thing. I, I can't see the apple at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, leather. That, like, kind of mixed in with the leather. I kind of. Like, there was, there was a, almost a fruity something, but the leather is so overpowered. Part, part of me kind of wants to have a, a, another small pour of this some other time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stare at those tasting notes. Meditate on those tasting notes. Make them a mantra. And then sip it. And mm-hmm. see if I can see what they were going for. Yeah. And see if it improves in any way. And, and I, I, or, or maybe try to mentally block out the raisin mm-hmm. and see if that does anything for me. But I mm. Well, you perhaps you can accept the raisin and let it pass through you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but no, I, I must it, not raisin. Exactly. Ra- raisin <laughs> is the palate killer? Raisin is the palate killer. <laughs> oh god, we're geeks. Um, yes, we are. <laughs> For those of you playing the home game, this is a Dune reference. <laughs> I'm sorry. And now I'm just picturing the Maudim going, I will let the raisins pass beyond me. Raisins are the palate clerk. Mm, Smoky Pete. <laughs> he is the one. <laughs> do you sense honey? Why, yes, I do. <gasps> <laughs> well, I, to, to, to become the Pizzitz Vatarak, he did have to like turn the, the poisonous water of life into something better. And this might be that poisonous water of life. <laughs> and he'll turn it into a Lafroig 18. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only. I miss Lafroig 18. I wish it still existed. I'm just... Oh, God, the fact that we've just turned... The uh, Dune, the Scotch drinker. The the Scotch must flow. I mean, I know we've said that more than once. Yeah, Yeah, I know. But now we have the... We do have a bad habit of everything Dune on this show. (laughs) Unfortunately. Dune is not my strong point. That's fine. No, believe me, that's... It's a a niche market, we understand that. No, no, and that's... I've had... I will kill him! I've had worlds of recommendations, and I've just never pulled the trigger. <laughs> well, what what is fascinating to me is, I mean, it's it's a it's science fiction series, book series, oh, yeah, and and it's whether you think it's well written or not, it's it's a it's a large volume of work, and then you have the interesting takes that people have done <laughs> visually, <laughs> which which I, they've gotten some amazing actors and some. Really interesting scripts. <laughs> and then they got David Lynch. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Stewart. He's amazing. But there's only so much Patrick Stewart can do. And Patrick Stewart was on essentially a wasted character. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. You know, you know he's got a new series coming out. A new Star Trek series. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can do that. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah. 
Apparently, I read an interview with um, Frakes, mm -hmm. who had uh, dinner with Patrick Stewart, and was just like, "He's a he's like a giddy schoolgirl about this. <laughs> he just would not stop like going on." Well. He also gets to be in the writer's room. He's a producer in the show, and he's helping determine a story arc. Oh. So he's just like, Dee! As even, much more, as, even more reason for him to just be tickled over it. As, yeah. as much as a Sir Patrick Stewart would go, Dee! <laughs> Yeah, con con considering season one, he was like, I don't know. And then by the time it was all over, he's, he's wholly embraced his geek card at this oh, point. Oh, God. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and, uh, I mean, that's, that's one of the things I love about Next Gen is that the vast majority of the people who are in it have, it's not that they have said, I don't want to do anything else, this is the only thing I will ever be, yeah. but they, they, have, they don't pretend, oh, yes, I was in that show for a while, I don't like to talk about it. No, 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 They're, all of them yeah. will openly discuss and all of that, and there's not a single person like, who has completely shunned everything right. with it. Different ones have embraced it at differing levels, yeah, yeah. but I mean, Frakes will happily talk about the Picard maneuver. I mean, the Riker maneuver, mm -hmm. and and how he liked to sit on chairs, and why, and <laughs> and how he goes through doorways. If you've ever noticed, no. Every every time he went through a door, he would look this way and turn. And move that way. There's, there's a distinct. Um, in the same way, he had a very distinct chair sitting style. Have you ever? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that I'm aware of. Yeah. And then, of course, there was the Picard maneuver. Oh yeah. Um, that are you? Every. It's been a while. That was every time he would he would do his uniform tug that became known as the Picard maneuver. Um. Yeah, and I mean they'll joke about it, and oh yeah, <laughs> and God, the outtakes are. <laughs> um, and my favorite was apparently Dana, um, Marina Sirtis had a small puppy with her, <laughs> and foolishly she let one of the boys get a hold of it, <laughs> and you heard, I think it was Dorn, go long. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was... Yeah. But anyway... But anyway, I think it's time to finish up this episode. Yeah, yeah, we probably should. So... The way we always do. Well... Oh, right, flogging. Yes, there, there will be the flogging of the things. Um, so, assuming I post this on time, and, and I'm really going to try to post this one on time... Uh, there are two weekends left for you to try to catch Fearless 5 Noir at the Historic Mounds Theater. Uh, showtimes are 7.30 on Friday and Saturday. Um, it's the 16th, 17th, and then the 23rd and 24th, if my math holds. Um, so those will be the last two weekends of that. That's uh, five short plays by five uh, different writers and directed by five different people. Hmm. Um, and then an ensemble cast um, rotating throughout all the shows. Um, Double Blind Improv will happen on the third Thursday. Uh, Fearless Presents will be... Uh, Second Tuesday. No, Fearless Presents is oh, the whoops. third or fourth Saturday. Um, just look on the website. 
I don't. I think Fearless Presents this month is Big Fun Radio Fun Time. Um, so it'll be nice to see that show um, come back again. I, do, I don't know what uh, scripts they're going to use. It will probably be mostly original scripts that have not been done before, although there might be one um, convergent script reused because that's sometimes what. What happens no, I, I think things. this time uh, Tim was saying that he had everything was going to be a new That'd be great. script. So that'd be great. He's, he's he's had a lot of time to work on it. So um, lazy and, bastard. And then and then the voice talent is you know always awesome for that. I'm sure I'm sure we'll see Dawn, probably Angela, very likely Charles Hubble. Um, Charles and, and Dawn have both been on the show. Um, Angela not so much because she can't do anything. Um, I don't. I don't know if single malt scotch is in her list of things that she can or oh, can't have. I thought you were like making some. She she can't do anything. No, no, no she she is very uh, legitimately to, allergic to the world. No, yeah. understand. <laughs> she, she 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 can't eat any of the things. Oh, so. Um. <laughs> but uh, you know, since, since the last episode, I did have my little birthday shindig, so you know that was a thing. But you know, not a big deal. So. Um. Yeah, and anything else that needs to get flogged? No, uh, no, not really. I mean, that's well, die laughing will be die, coming die, up. Die, yeah, die laughing March, at the so. end of March, which is a big one. But other than that, like, I don't really have much going on for me. It's kind of just getting caught up and helping prep mm-hmm. for that. I will. Uh, I will be going on a cruise, so you know, no one can go in. And, I suppose people who want to go can go with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. On their own dime, though. Oh. Sure. Uh, <laughs> let me get right on that passport. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's close out. And, and, you know, you've had two weeks in the basement to think of a toast. So. <laughs> I, 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 I think we. Josh can... has a really good one. <laughs> oh, well played. Well played. But I want to hear parents. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to the cold of Minnesota. May it keep everyone else away. Here, here. <laughs>